hello there and welcome to Law Pod episode 12. I am Lee Hedgmatelis, the principal of Bryden's Lawyers, and today we have with us a very, very special guest. Now, I have spoken previously, of course, of the corporate engagements that Bryden's Lawyers enjoys with a number of sporting organisations, very high profile, New South Wales Blues, Mounties, Blacktown Workers and others. But one that is particularly dear to my heart is the club that I have supported from a very young age, and that, of course, is the West Tigers. So to talk all things Bryden's Lawyers and West Tigers, we have with us today the CEO of the West Tigers, Justin Pascoe. Welcome, Justin. Thank Thank you, Lee. Thank you for having me. Now, you've been out here quite a bit. I have been out here quite a bit. But our relationship, though, has undergone somewhat of a transformation recently. Yes, obviously through Barry's resignation as incumbent chair, who did a wonderful job for our organisation. And then obviously the opportunity for a new chair came up and your name was mentioned. And I certainly supported that until I realised that that would actually ultimately end up in you being my boss. Well, I think that was the most attractive feature to the offer, to be honest with you, Justin, because I'm told that the dynamic of our relationship now changes considerably. And so it was very good before, but it's going to be interesting to see where it goes from here. Yes, that's the great concern, isn't it? Not for me, no. I'm very comfortable (laughs) with it, in fact. All right, well, look, one of the things I get our guests to do is just to introduce themselves and give a brief overview of their history and how they got to where they are now. So let us know the Justin Pascoe story. Certainly. So born and bred in Melbourne, worked in sport for predominantly 70% of my life. Also worked in automotive, both domestically and internationally. Spent time living in Eastern Europe and spent seven years living in America, working in sports licensing and private equity. Have a master's or an MBA with a major in finance. Have been now living in Sydney for best part of eight years and that whole time within rugby league. All right, now let's talk about things specific to you and I today. Now, firstly, the partnership that exists between West Tigers and Bryden's Lawyers. And it is a genuine partnership, is it not? Because the role of the major sponsor is intrinsically involved in the in the club itself, isn't it, in, in many respects? I think, you know, sport today is more competitive than it's ever been. You see the emergence of, you know, cricket has become prevalent. You've got netball. So in a really competitive market, it's becoming more challenging to find the corporate dollar. And within most sporting organisations, corporate sponsorship is the largest form of income that we receive other than the governing body grant in whatever format that may take. And as a consequence of that, it's probably moved away over the last 10, 15 years where you go out with a suite of offerings and you put that in front of a potential sponsor and they make a decision on what that suite of offerings is to a far more complex and collaborative approach around ensuring that you actually understand what that partner's objectives are and ensure to deliver against that. Because the greatest compliment or endorsement of a successful partnership when it comes to corporate sponsorship is when that partner, i.e. yourself, Brydens, comes to you halfway through that wanting to extend. Absolutely. With any sponsorship, of course, there are two elements from my perspective. There's a commercial reality where you're investing a large sum of money in an organisation, you want to see a return, but there's got to be some level of personal involvement as well. Do you find it easier dealing with corporate sponsors who in fact support the club? I haven't got a preference either way. I mean, I think obviously our relationship has been strong through the partnership that you guys have had with West Tigers. There's plenty of people within our corporate fraternity that aren't fans first and foremost of the club or supporters of the club, but believe in what we're trying to build and see an avenue for them to achieve whatever their objective is. And you know, even this morning, I spoke to someone in regards to there's a life cycle too in any product line. And when you're looking at sponsorship on that bell curve, there is, depending on the product and whether it's a product or a service that you're offering, there tends to be a brand awareness period, which might last for one or two or three years. Then that converts or evolves into a acquisition of customer into conversion. And it's just when 
in your life cycle is that going to be apparent and that's the challenge of sponsorship and trying to use the West Tigers platform to achieve that. But you've got some incredible people working there at the club who are out there and actually dealing and, and handling with the sponsors and the whatnot and providing the deliverables etc. It's a real credit to the organisation and to you and I can speak specifically of people like Laura Smith of course and Josh and John Scandalis and the like. They are a credit to the organisation. Yeah no we've got a terrific team across the whole organisation from all through the admin all the way through to football. To work in sport you need to be one very resilient and two very passionate and a lot of the mood around sport is determined by the outcome on the weekend and sometimes that can prove challenging come a Monday but the whole team and the whole team since I've been there has been wonderful supporters of West Tigers, wonderful supporters of me and understand that without our customers including yourselves this business doesn't exist as it does today. All right well let's talk briefly about 2019 because I am more interested in speaking about 2020 but we missed out on the top eight again we came ninth again but when I spoke at the season ending awards night I mentioned how it felt like a different nine do you agree with that do you, do you feel that we are transitioning oh look I think I've felt that ever since I've come here that the club is evolving and we're transitioning certainly we believe we're on the right track and we also acknowledge that we're far from where we want to be and that's playing finals football and you know the reality is that as you head into any season as every other club would, your expectation is that you're gonna win a comp. And if you're not in the mindset that you're gonna win a comp, you're here to make up numbers and that's not what we're about. So look, 2019 was disappointing again, finishing ninth and having an opportunity in that last game, I think for the second time in three years, with a win we go into the finals, was disappointing, disappointing internally, disappointing for the players and most importantly, disappointing for all the fans out there. No, absolutely. Well, one of the highlights I think for me for 2019 has been the entry of two players into the 300 club. And of course I speak of Robbie and Benji. What they brought to the club since their return? Oh, look, I think both of them are a credit to the time that they've been at the club. Benji's obviously gone through a different path to get to his 300, and Robbie's been through a well-documented path as well. But, you know, the one thing I can say with absolute confidence about both Robbie and Benji is they absolutely love the club. Their passion and commitment to seeing this club be successful is unwavering and I can't compliment them enough. Their leadership amongst what is a pretty young playing group has been outstanding both on and off the field and you know Benji's almost an enigma where you sit there and you look at a six-year-old today and their favourite player is Benji and you look at a 50-year-old that watched him you know 15 years ago and their favourite player is Benji. No, look, I agree with you. I think it was a credit to the club in bringing the boys back. I think a lot of people might have drawn a line in the sand, but I think it was a recognition by you and the board that they had value to contribute to the club, and I think they've proven that over the last year or so. All right, let's move on to 2020. We now have available, of course, a premiership-winning coach in Michael Maguire. There's been a change to the coaching staff as well in recent times as reported, so we are definitely moving forwards in that regard. We're active in the marketplace. It's been well reported so far as recruitment and the like. What can the fans look forward to so far as 2020 is concerned from on the football field? Oh, look, I think you've explained that we are very active in the marketplace. We've been able to create some cap space, not only for 2020, but heading into 2021. That doesn't come from a year of work. That comes from three or four years of work and planning to get to that position. So that enables us to be aggressive in the marketplace. There's probably more rigor and ownership around recruitment than there's ever been. And that allows for us to make some really tough decisions around recruitment. There's a lot of talent out there, but what we're always looking for is really quality players to add to what we think is already a quality list and a developing list. Statistically, last year, I think we're in the top three or four defensively in the comp, which is a credit to Michael and his coaching staff and the ability of the boys 
to demonstrate effort because defense comes from effort and a mindset so looking into 2020 obviously as i said adding to what is a already quality list is going to be exciting and looking to 2021 too which we have to as a football club now there's a lot of talent out there that's the thing isn't it i don't want to mention any players specifically in the market but there have been quite a number of high profile players mentioned in the same breath as the west tigers for 2020 and moving forwards which i think is an incredible endorsement of the quality of the club and the playing group that we already have that those players would consider coming to concord so again congratulations to you and michael and all of the coaching staff in that regard one of the things that we're always striving for is to make this a destination club and a destination club where people are really proud to be a part of and want to come to i think you can see that in the fact that we've been able to attract over the last year a premiership winning coach of the talent and magnitude of Michael Maguire and we're also attracting all the names of the players at least having discussions with them that you're reading about in the paper and I think that's a significant shift from probably three or four years ago which is important. All right well moving forward 2020 of course and one of the most interesting and exciting features I think of the West Tigers development is the Centre of Excellence. Now can you let us know where we are up to with that and when we can expect to open those front doors? Yeah so the Centre of Excellence this has been a long process they always are it's a big project and probably going to be recognised as one of the biggest projects that Canada Bay Council has have ever undertaken. It's at a stage where we are looking at moving out in February into a temporary facility over at Citra Park there, which is just on the eastern side of Concord, where RMS currently reside. We expect to be in there in that last week of February. We will be in demountables for a period of about 18 months. It's important to understand those demountables will have everything that is required to run a professional sporting rugby league team. Based on that, then demolition is due to start in March. It's about an 18 month build from there. So the expectation is that with some contingencies of three months, we're going to be hopefully in a brand new facility around about October to December 2021, which means pre-season leading into 2022 should be in our new home. A big part of that obviously is a community facility and an elite centre of excellence. It's important to note that it has a big community component. The overall size of it is over 10,000 square metres. Our exclusive space of which is about four and a half thousand square meters but we'll have access to the full ten thousand square meters which giving you some perspective on that lee the broncos new one sits at about four thousand square meters so it will become a benchmark certainly within rugby league it will become a benchmark through the eastern seaboard and you know credit to federal government big credit to state government who've been terrific supporters of this project and also canada bay we're still working through some agreements with canada bay but i don't see or foresee any problems moving forward and looking forward to having a brand new facility for 2022 season well, congratulations to all involved because it's an excellent, excellent endeavour. I've spoken to a number of the players, of course, and they're very excited about this. But given where the game has gone so far as its professionalism is concerned, a centre of excellence is now not a luxury. It's, it's mandatory, I would have thought. Yeah, it's interesting because I think Michael Maguire and myself have spoken about this, that bricks and mortar certainly do not define the success of a club. It's the people and the culture and the actions within those four walls. But if you've been to Concord, which I know you have, it needs to represent an elite facility. For us to retain and attract players, we need to have an elite facility. We're an elite organisation operating one of 16. We need to have an elite facility. And that's not just for the players too, it's also for the staff. You know, having an environment where you can be proud of as you walk in is really important. All right, well, look, let's talk for a moment about the people who are most important and the people for whom we are all here, and that's the members. So the new season is upon us, 2020. What have we to offer the West Tigers members? I think you said the other day, Lee, that you know they are almost the, the major shareholder within our business. Everything we do is aimed at trying to make our members 
proud and wanting to be a part. The contribution that members always make every year is something that we certainly appreciate and acknowledge and that's all the way through the business. And it's really important to understand that their contribution does get poured back into the operations of the business, aimed at improving and giving the best opportunity for our playing group to have all the resources they can to be as competitive as they can. Without the members, again, without the corporates, we don't exist and the members are the backbone of everything we do. The different packages and membership programs that we have spread across three stadiums is aimed at accommodating as many as possible and giving everyone an opportunity to become a member of the West Tigers. And I would encourage everyone who's listening who is currently a member, if you could just go out and get one or two members, it would make an enormous difference to our organisation. No, absolutely. I have no doubt there will be avid Tiger supporters listening to this podcast who may want to become involved in the club. So briefly, just, just tell us why should corporate sponsors consider sponsoring the Tigers and how do they go about doing it? If you're looking at the West Tigers, we are a high profile club. We operate probably in the biggest and largest geographical footprint within the NRL, certainly within New South Wales. If you're looking at that geographical footprint of inner west all the way out through the MacArthur region down to the Southern Highlands, it's probably where more infrastructure and investment is coming, both corporately and governmentally. I think we are on the cusp of something special. I think we've been building for this for four or five years now. As an organization, we rank very highly across all the media. I know Fox have us one or two across their broadcast. We spread across a large geographical area. We've got over 400,000 fans, and that's all without having on-field success over the last eight years. So if you're looking for a club and you're looking for a platform to promote your business, whether service or product. I certainly think West Tigers is a perfect fit for many people. Oh, look, I could not agree anymore, particularly your reference to the southwest of Sydney. Brian's Lawyers has been operating in the southwest now for well over 40 years. It's our spiritual home for good reason. And the fact that the West Tigers have now developed a geographical footprint all the way from Leichhardt to Camden and beyond has just been incredibly important for my firm for me personally, and, and I know for the club itself. The other thing too, Lee, when we're looking at, as we spoke about before, when we're looking at corporate partners, we're looking at corporate partners that we truly believe share the same value set as us and actually do have objectives that we can meet. We're not gonna take people on for the sake of taking people on because inevitably what will happen is that they'll be disgruntled at the end of that relationship. And it's in our best interest to have long-serving partners be a part of this club. I agree, I've said it many times that if you're making a commercial investment in a club, particularly a sporting club, solely for the purpose of a return on that investment, I think you might've missed the, the point I think there's a lot more to sporting clubs than what people recognise. I mean, the West Tigers are a football club. It's not a social club. It's not a community club. It is a football club. And its members, who are, as I said to you, the shareholders, are looking forward to the successful football team that, it, that is generated by that club. That's how they'll be judged. So I think if people understand that that's the sole purpose of this club and they understand that from the perspective of, of sponsorship, you'll never be disappointed. Yep, I agree. As I said, we're, we're trying to make everyone a part of this family, really proud to be a part of this family. You know, I believe that our success depends on ensuring that everyone is completely engaged, committed, and really in alignment around relentless pursuit of a competitive edge. And we need everybody to be focused on achieving that. All right, well, final question. Last Friday, I had the pleasure of hosting the 2005 premiers and ended up being a very, very long lunch and quite a bit of Pinot was consumed on the day. Is that a continuing obligation now on my part every year? <laughs> well, that's an obligation that you took on solely without any direction from myself. So that would be a yes. It was a huge mistake. But in saying that, you know, that's a big part of our foundation that, as you know, you've been a part of for the last two years, that if you talk about the heritage component of that foundation, bringing back 
people that have been long-serving members of this club and have contributed to the success of where this club sits today is really important for the legacy of this club and they can bring from their experiences back then to their experiences now and they can add value and it's important to have them around the club. I agree. There are no better ambassadors for the West Tigers than the 2005 Premiers and I'd love those boys to be around the club a lot more. Justin, thank you very much for your time today. It has been somewhat illuminating and especially for all our listeners. I'm sure they will enjoy this. So we'll get you back again sometime in the future. Sure. Thank you very much for having me. All right. And to all our listeners out there, if there is any particular topic or any person that you would like us to speak with, just email us at lawpod at brydens.com.au and make sure you follow us on all our social media platforms, be that Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. So again, my thanks to the CEO for the West Tigers, Justin Pascoe, and I'll catch up with you again shortly. Mm-hmm.